the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening today to Reverend John Eniameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas, where we are touching heaven and changing earth. This is the second message of Reverend John's teaching titled, Understanding the Love of God. In it, he reminded us of what this love is. So in fact, when you talk about love of God, we're talking about God giving us himself. The love of God is not a thing. The love of God is a person. The love of God to you is not a thing. It's a person. And that person is God. If you have God, you have everything. That's why the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added unto you. A sign that you don't have God is that you are chasing after things. Because you are looking for things to show, to substitute love. Today, Reverend John is taking us further into this understanding of the love of God. Sometimes we feel like God does not love us by what we are going through. But let your heart not quiver because God always has your best interest at heart. Here is Reverend John with today's message. Skip with me, 1 John 3, please. Go to 1 John chapter 3. And I'll read just verse 1. The Bible says, behold, somebody say, behold, Behold. what manner of love, what manner, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. What manner of love that we should be called the sons of God. Somebody say, I'm a son of God. May God bless his word in Jesus' name. You may be seated. God loves you so much. God wants me to tell you this morning that he loves you. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, God loves me. Come on, come on, say it like someone that understands what I'm talking about. Say, God loves me. God's greatest expression of himself to mankind is his love for his creation. His greatest depiction of love is by giving himself. Not giving us food, not giving us shelter, not giving us clothing, but giving us himself. Because if we have God, we have everything. Somebody say amen. Amen. Why? Because God is love. And I'm sent to you this morning, whoever you are, to let you know this one great fact, that you are dearly loved by God. Sometimes the reality before us can make us feel like we're not loved by God. A lot of things going on. Things are not working fine. I have a lot of prayer points that have not been answered. But let your heart find rest and solace this morning. That's the only thing I can share with you. That you are dearly loved by God. Tell you about I am dearly loved by God. And I know it. How many of you know it? 
Say amen. amen. Until you understand and realize this true fact about the true value of God's love for you. Because we can't even love God if he never first loved us. So the only reason why you can even tell the Lord I love you is because he first loved us. That's what the book of 1 John 4 says. We love him because he first loved us. If you think you're spiritual, you are not spiritual because you want to be spiritual. You're spiritual because his love went towards you. And your response to him is your act of faith or righteousness or fear God or whatever you do. You're giving. All those are just a response to his love. So understand, if he never first showed you love, you don't have any business being here. So thank God for his love. How many of you are grateful for the love of Jesus Christ? Every believer must be able to answer the question, what is God to you? Who is he truly to you? As we live our lives daily, as we worship him daily, as we go about our daily activities, you must realize actively how good God is to you. The little things that show you that God loves you. Sometimes we want to focus on the big things. But there are many little things around us that shows us of God's love. In fact, all of creation expresses the love of God. Everything. And David sang it many times in the Psalms as we go on in this teaching this morning. About how deep the love of God is. Wider than the sea. Deeper than the ocean. God's love is unfathomable. God's love is indescribable. God's love is magnanimous. God's love is unsearchable. God's love is unquenchable. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Somebody say amen. amen. So as you go about your daily activities this week and all through the days of your life, have a sense of understanding of his love for you through life and intentionally value that love. Respond to that love. Place a high premium on your intentional recognition of his love. When you intentionally recognize God's love for you, you can take full advantage of that love. When you intentionally, hear me, when you intentionally recognize God's love for you, you can maximize that opportunity to have God on your side. This is not part of my notes, but let me give you an example. God was going in Genesis 18 to Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, will I not tell Abraham what I intend to do, seeing that I know that he would instruct his children to fear me. So listen to this, Abraham, knowing fully well, because God had told him, by this time next year, I will visit you. In Genesis 17. It was in Genesis 18. Abraham knew that God was going to come. Because in Genesis 17, God told him, remember when God appeared to him, and told him, I will visit you. And even told him, I'm going to bless your wife. So, everything you see in your life, there are many things that God is repeatedly telling you to let you know he loves you. I love you. He will do things. He will bring people your way. He will deliver you from accident. He will show you many things. There are many things. You may just choose not to recognize it. Not that he's not showing you love. God's love language may not be yours, but that doesn't mean there ain't no love towards you. So, so when God showed up in Genesis 18, 
Abraham knew that God was going to show up. God was not coming for lunch or dinner. But Abraham knew because God lost me. Because he said, will I not tell him? So Abraham knew that he had God on his side. So Abraham decided to take an advantage of every opportunity that he had. God is spirit. He doesn't eat. So Abraham served him food and God ate. You all ain't hearing me. When you know how to take advantage of the love of God, God will do for you what he has not done for anybody. Oh, you all are not in church. Are you, are you in church? You are not hearing me. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? So God was served food and Abraham stood. Abraham told Sarah, quick, get me the food. Servant, get me this. And served the food as God ate. God started talking about Isaac. But that was not the agenda. The agenda was Sodom. Out of pain and punishment came promise and blessing. What I'm telling you, if you can recognize the love of God, in the midst of calamity comes prosperity. Because you cannot talk about the justice of God without talking about the mercy of God. So if you understand love, you can use the love of God and get the mercy of God. If not, you get the judgment side. Some people only see God as a judge. So in, the, in their disposition towards God is sin, die, punishment. You don't come to church, he will kill me. No, 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 no. He's your father. He loves you. I don't know whether you get it. You don't actually need to do anything to end his love. I'm coming somewhere. I'm coming for you people that are thinking somewhere. I'm coming for you. Stay with me. So listen to this. You don't need to do anything to end his love. However, you need to do something to take advantage of the love. If not... You will have a lot of wasted opportunities with God. And some people seize on those opportunities to move their destiny forward. So Abraham got Isaac from a visit that was for Sodom and Gomorrah. So why some people were punished, somebody's blessed. Why some people are in snow, lost power and lost light. Some people got a greater connection somewhere. Greater blessing somewhere. Greater favors. Listen to me. It is love that can change bad to good. So understanding that love is very important. So we say, Pastor, really? Is that all about it? Remember, when it now came for Abraham to stand before God, the Bible said two of the angels went down. And Abraham said, now since God, I have your attention. If there are 50 people Will you still destroy Sodom? What gave him the temerity, the effrontery, the audacity, the propensity to ask God a question? Now, since God, I got your attention. Pardon me, my Lord. What if there are 50 people? God said, I won't destroy. Okay, what of 40? I won't destroy. 
Okay, now, what of 30? 20. And got to 10. And he stopped. If he had gone to 5, God would have still said yes. But he stopped. Where you stop is where the love stops. Thank you for listening to The Covenant Word with Reverend John Anyameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas. To know more about us, visit us at BethelCovenantAG.org. Here's Reverend John continuing with the message. My topic is understanding. Tell about understanding. The love of God. Yeah, because I feel like there's a, there's, a, there's a misunderstanding somewhere. There's a misunderstanding somewhere. I'll share with you some things about the love of God. The love of God is steadfast and unchanging. The love of God comforts us. The love of God is revealed to us through Jesus Christ. The love of God is poured into us through the Holy Spirit. The love of God compels us to love one another. So the love of God is not just for you alone. The love of God is God's modus operandi for God's operation. God's love is his platform of operation. Keep this thing I'm saying. For God to do anything for you, for him to do it, he would direct his love to you first. Because it is the love that precedes his act. Love is his way. Because he is love. So, if you should be on any side of God, be on the side where he's showing love. I don't know whether anybody's understand. Be on the, just catch his love. Make sure anything you are doing, you are on his love side. Because if you're on his love side, you don't need to ask for certain things. You don't. Is somebody getting my point? That's why I said to so I, I said here at this church. Even my wife is catching it more now and more. I there are certain times God begins to move in your life. Whenever you sense that. That's when you need to throw everything in. Because you got his attention. I'm telling you, understanding now. So it may start as a little breakthrough. All of a sudden, the thing you are asking for is answered. At that point in time, now since I have your attention, like I showed you what Abraham did. Okay, Lord, concerning that thing, you know that five million you told me you were going to give me. When is it coming? Okay, Lord, okay, concerning the, remember my child. You begin to claim all the promises. Permit me if I use some of my descriptive terms. I wanted to show you five things or perhaps six things that I call the surgical anatomy of God's love. Surgical anatomy. When you dissect it and break it and see how God's love operates. Number one, God's love will always give you access to God's best. Write it down. I'm going to mention them for you. Then I will take, because in case I never get to the time, because of course I never have enough time to finish it. Point number one God's love, write it down, will always give you access to God's best. Say with me God's love. If you say it loud, God will do it. God's love will always give us access to God's best. So look at the word love giving you access. Number two, God's love grants us eternal redemption. In the, in the plot of God, whenever God shows you love, he wants to give you the best. In that best, there's an eternal plan. 
So if God is going to bless you with anything to show you love, he will not bless you with a business because you prayed for seven days and seven nights dry. He's going to, he's going to bless you with that business and what will make him answer you is when there is an eternal plan attached to it. Because if there is no eternity plan for your redemption, it will cut you off from eternity and it will be a waste of his love and God doesn't waste time and waste resources. Did, did, you, did, I, did I lose somebody? Let me repeat myself. Okay, let me use... I, I'm trying to run away from marriage things, but let me use it. God will only bless you with someone who will facilitate your exit to heaven. If he blesses you with a spouse that will take you to hell, it's a double loss. So instead of him to bless you just to satisfy your flesh, he will keep you lonely so that you can quickly hear the trumpet. So, just like a city has a master plan, and it is that master plan that allows them to grant permits for certain buildings, if you like, cry, if you like, have all the money, if that land is designated for school, you cannot build a house. It is your land, but the city laws and jurisdiction determines what will be built. The love is constant, but what the love can do is determined by God, not by you. So, the quicker you get the salvation redemption plan, the quicker the answer to prayer. So, once I figured it out, my choice for spouse eliminated club to go look for one. Because the wife that God is going to bless me, that's going to take me to heaven, very surely she ain't in the club. Now, you could say what you want to say. Maybe you found your wife in the club. But this John knows that his wife ain't in the club. So I started going to churches and looking for people that understand the language of the pulpit. So that when the trumpet sounds, I'm catching the first flight, y'all. Tell your neighbor, I'm going, I'm going, I'm not staying here. So the love of God in it. Has eternal redemption. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever. Whosoever. It don't matter who you are. Your culture. Your creed. Your nationality. Your preference. Whether you are a vegetarian. Or you eat meat. Or you don't eat feet. I don't care what you do. But whosoever you are that believes in him. Will not what? perish so the aim of the love is to make you not to perish but to have eternal life somebody shout glory hallelujah i have a question for you what's the eternal plan attached to what you're asking god for if you can get it you got your answer i double dare you show me the eternal plan Show God the eternal plan. 
And God can never fail his word. Somebody say, Pastor, how do you know? Romans 8.28. For we know, not we think, that all things will work together for the good of them that what? Love God and are what? Called according to his purpose. The master plan of Jesus coming is for salvation. And if anything derails from that master plan, it's a no deal. If you like, cry. If you like, weep. If you like, say, God, you don't like me. God doesn't care. Hannah kept crying, kept shouting, kept crying, kept going to. It's the same Shiloh, child of God. Same Shiloh. It wasn't a different Shiloh. It was the same Shiloh that her prayer was answered. It was the same Eli that was there. But child of God, when her plan involved eternal redemption, God said, here you go. You want that business? But why do you really want the business? Why? You really want that job, but what's the purpose? What's really the purpose? In NIV, Romans 8, 28 says, for we know that God walks, not the things walk. Because anything that walks, something is walking it. Did you hear me? So God, look at it. For we know, in all things, look at it. Did you see that? I like NIV in this, whenever I get to Romans 8. Look at it. And we, somebody say, and we know. Please talk to me. And we what? And we know. We, we, we don't, listen, listen. When you operate in this dimension, you no more think whether God will answer. Even before you do, you know. Yes, sir. That in all things, in how many things? Talk to me. In how many things? All things. All. 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 So that's how I knew that even if my business was pure water, yeah, it's still going to work. It's still going to work. That water will turn to wine. You will hear a voice that tells you this is the way walk in it. Ladies and gentlemen, and we know there's a spirit inside of us and that spirit bears witness that we are the children of God. Behold how good and pleasant it is. Behold what manner of love it is that the father has called us the sons of God. Thank you for listening today to Reverend John Eniameke of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God in San Antonio, Texas. Today, Reverend John reminded us that he first showed us love before we said we love him. He reminded us that all of creation expresses the love of God everything and david sang it many times in the psalms as we go on in this teaching this morning about how deep the love of god is wider than the sea deeper than the ocean god's love is unfathomable god's love is indescribable god's love is magnanimous god's love is unsearchable god's love is unquenchable nothing can separate you from 
the love of God. Join us next week for another exciting and important message. If you feel this message has blessed you, let us know. Visit us at BethelCovenantAG.org or visit us on one of our social media platforms. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.